The third sikha of Kedoshim in Chedek Yitzayim. In our parasha, in Perikites, the, mish, the, 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 the Torah goes through different uh, different uh, dinim, different isurim. So in Pasuk Tess it says that uh, when you're uh, when you're uh, harvesting your field, don't uh, harvest everything, don't cut down everything, leave the corner for the poor people. That's known as the mitzvah of pay. Later on in Pasuk test, it says different alochis about kilayim, different types of uh, uh, combinations you're not allowed to make, you're not allowed to uh, breed uh, different types of uh, animals together, and you're not allowed to plant, you're not allowed to sow in your field uh, different types of plants in a, in a combination together, too close together, or different rules that there are, how you're not allowed to combine different types of plants together while you're planting your field. In Mishnayis, in Mishnayis Zroim, which talks about all different halachas about uh, things that have to do with your field. So the second mesech after Baruchis is peyo, the halachas of leaving this corner of your field uncut, left for the poor people. Then goes the, the, the Masechta called Demai, which is Allah de Rabbonon, that you're not allowed to trust an Amoret that he took Maiser, you must take Maiser yourself. And then comes Masechta Kilayim, how you have to be careful when you're, when you're planting your field to separate between different plants. The Rambam in Pidusha Mishnais is very, very particular about the order of the Mishnais. He explains before every Masechta why each Masechta came after the other Masechta. Rebbe says it's interesting that in the Ramam himself, in his own Sefer, he does not explain the order of his halachis, uh, he does not explain the order of many of the Svarim even, and a lot of the, the details in the order are quite puzzling actually. It's interesting that we don't have the explanation for that. But here we're going to deal with some of that. So, the Ramam explains why is this order Peyod Mai Kilayim? So the Rambam says like this, Peya and Kilayim are the order of the Torah. When the Torah talks about these two halachas here in Parshas Kedusha, it first mentions the halacha of Kilayim, although not one next to the other, but that's the order of these two halachas regarding the field. First comes, I'm sorry, first comes the halacha of Peya, the halacha that you have to leave the corner of your field, and then comes the halacha of Kilayim. And in between comes Demai, that's for a side reason, because when Rabbanan made this Isser, they're not allowed to eat uh, plant, the, the things that grew in the field that belong to an Amoritz. They said that poor people are exempt from this Isser, they're allowed to eat it without taking Maiser, they're allowed to eat the Mai. So since Peya is something which is designated for poor people, the Mai is permitted for poor people, so they're a match. And after that comes the Allah of Kilan. Right? Beautiful. The problem is that the Rambam, who, the one who gave this explanation in his own Sefer, Rambam, in Mishnah Torah, he does not keep to that order. In Sefer Zeroi, in Mishnah Torah, so he has first Hilchas Kilayim, and after that he has 
the halachas, uh, so first comes the halachas of erchim, becharamim, different things that you, you, you remark this to the base of Migdash. Then comes kilayim, the halachas of how you have to make sure that uh, you don't plant things uh, mixed together. And then you have matnei sanim, different things you give to poor people, which the first example is peya. You leave the corner of your field. So first he does the halachas of kilayim and then peya. Which is not the order of the Pasuk, which is not the order of the Mishnahis, which he himself explained that that is particular. So how come the Rambam in his Sefer wrote it in a different order than what he himself explained? The Radhabaz, a Pirish on the Rambam, asks this very question. And he gives two explanations. One explanation is, and the Halach is preceding Hilchis Kilayim, Hilchis Erchim Echaramin, in the last Pedic of it, it starts off that Antes Vav Adr, that was a designated time when the Beisdin would make sure that whoever it was Makdash, something to the base of Mikdash, would bring it to the base of Mikdash. Now it happens to be the Mishnai says that the next thing they would do on that same day, the 15th of Adr, was to clear the fields from the Kilayim, check that there was no Kilayim growing in the field, Kilayim, it would be Makdash, the whole field, they would check Kilayim. So since that's another thing which happened on that same day, so the Rambam writes right after that, the next halachis, the halachis of Kilayim, because that happened on that same day. It's one explanation. Another explanation, Hilchus Kilayim include many details. Kili Beimo, Kili Begodim. It's not just Kili Zroim. It's not just things that you, that grow, that, that you mix in the field. Unlike Masech the Kilayim and Mishnayis, which is just Kili Zroim or Kili Akarim, only things related to the field. However, however Hilchus Peyo is one halacha. So the Raman prefers to bring a, a halacha which includes much more details, halachas of Kilayim, which includes Kili Begodim, Kili Zroim, Kili Behema. And after that, one halacha, the halacha of Peyo. That's the two explanations of the Rambans. The Rambam says both of these explanations are hard to understand. Why? First of all, in Hilchus Erechim Vecharamim, the last Perek begins with the fact that in the 15th of Adar, they would make sure they would check who was Maktish things and make sure they brought it to the base of Mikdash. That's the beginning of the Perek. The end of the Perek says, when someone is Maktish things or he gives tzedakah, then he shouldn't give away all of his possessions. He shouldn't give more than a fifth. Now, that end is very related to tzedakah. The most appropriate thing to bring right after the end of Hilchus Erechim Recharamim, not the beginning of the last period, the end of the last period, would be Matne Sanim, the Lachus of Tzedakah, that's the most appropriate match. So why are you comparing, why are you bringing me something which is connected to the beginning of the period, and also in a very far away, the 15th of Adar, they would check this, and they would check Kilayim. Look at the end of the period, the end of the period is talking about Tzedakah, Bring tzedakah, that's the most appropriate thing, The second explanation of the Rabbas, that Kilayim is a more general halacha, pay is one halacha, but the Rambam doesn't talk about hilchis payah. In the Rambam it's hilchis matnisanim. Matnisanim is much more general. It includes tzedakah, it includes maiserani, it includes many things. So it's much more general, at least equally general as Kilayim. So uh, why is the fact that Kilayim is general a reason to put Kilayim first?
So we're back to the question, how come the Rambam didn't keep to the order that he himself explained about the Mishnayis? Why did he put first Kilaim and then Peya, unlike the Mishnayis, and the Pasuk, which puts first Peya, then Kilaim? So that says like this. I'll give you a simple answer, but it's not such a smooth answer. It's simple, it's not smooth. And then I'll give you a smooth answer, which isn't such a simple answer. It's not even a simple but not smooth answer. The Rambam was Misada the Sefer, not always we understand exactly why, but it, it has to be, it's more in a logical order rather than just fitting and following the order of the Psuk. Logical for people to understand, to relate to. So in this case, when we're talking about halachas in the field, it would follow the logical order when you would deal with each of these halachas. When do you deal with kilayim? When you're planting, when you're sowing. When do you deal with peya? When you're harvesting. So the order is first kilayim, then peya. That's why also after matnisanim, which the first one is peya, which is right when you harvest the field, Afterwards comes the halachas of all other maestres, trumas and maestres, because they happen afterwards when you prepare them, when you clean them already, when it's not just cut right, just now, just harvested. And then after that comes Shemitah V'yeva, which is only once in six, once in seven years, once in 50 years, is much more rare. So it goes in the order of frequency, on the order of when it was done, what comes first. First comes Kilayim, then comes the halachas of pain. And that is the simple but not smooth answer. Now to the smooth but not simple answer, which is based on Panimi Yisoyinyon. So the Rebbe says, first of all, I have a question on the Mishnais and a question on the Torah. How come payers before Kilayim, before, besides what we said now, that, that, that uh, Kilayim practically happens first, but there's more reasons to say that it should be, that it should be first. Also, when they announced it, when it says they would, they, the basin would take care of the kilayim and of the pay and of the of the of the of the uh, oh, I'm sorry. The Mishnah in the beginning of Shkolim says that it came Rishchidish Adar. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Forget about the kilayim and pay. The Mishnah in Shkolim, which talks about 15th of Adar, they would take care of kilayim, they would take care of the of the Hegdeshes. It's it's It starts off saying like this: Adar would announce two things. Everyone should give the machzus a shekel, and everyone should check their field that there's no kilayim growing over there. Fifteenth of Adar, they would come to action. They would go around in the fields and make sure there's no kilayim growing, and they would set up tables to collect shkolim, and they would go and check up the hekdeshes as we said before. Fine. Now, the question is, how come they would announce about the Shkolim? So it's a question of the mission, not on the table. Question on the mission. How come they would announce about Shkolim before Kilaim? Kilaim is a mitzvah on everyone. No one's allowed to plant Kilaim. Shkolim is a mitzvah only on men, adults. It's only once a year. So how come they would announce about Shkolim before Kilaim? Question on the mission. So we can answer this as the Rebbe in a deeper view and deeper understanding of Shkolim and of Kilam. The Ramban explains how come you're not allowed to 
you're not allowed to graft, you're not allowed to uh, mix different types of plants. Says the Ramban, the Ebishter created the world in a designated way. The Ebishter made different plants, Limmi, Neyu, each one with their own, their own species, their own type. And therefore, you're not meant to mix because then you're, 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 you're mixing up and you're ruining, so to say, Hashem's plan. Okay, only in things that Hashem told us that He wants it only in that designated way is where we have to be careful. But Hashem is basically telling us He created the world in a specific way and He doesn't want us to mix things around. They're, they're, they're there for a specific purpose. Don't mix it. That's what the Ramban says. Now, let's see how that could fit with the second announcement they would make in the same day. Shkolim. What would they announce? Everyone should bring their shekel. What do you have to announce? They, they had Shkolim from last year. But they would want to make sure that on Rishchei they start using the Shkolim of the new year. They would have to collect every year Shkolim because every year you had to have a new Machtas HaShakal, a new donation, and all the Karbonis come from the new year's donation. Why? Why can't they just use last year's? Because every year is a new year. Every year the Avaidah of Yidin is a new Avaidah. And therefore there has to be a separation. Last year's money is for last year's Avaidah. This year's money is for this year's Avaidah. Based on that, we can understand the connection between these two announcements. Give you new shekel because we want to separate between last year's and this year's. And make sure you didn't mix, mix anything in your field. Because things are not meant to be mixed. Hashem made every single plant with its specific goal. It says the Rebbe like this. Shkolim is a mitzvah. Is a in the base of Kilaim is planting your field. You, there are certain rules and that, that the Ebishter wants that the things growing in your field should each be in their particular space, their particular species, not mixed together. So everything in the world has to be based on turn. So based then announces, reminds you, and gives you koyach, that you should be able to do the proper avodah in the proper time. Once you could do your proper avodah in your proper time, then when you come to dealing with your field, you can have each species growing in its proper place. In order for you to be able to separate between things that are growing in your field, that Hashem wants each to be in their right place, you have to first make sure that in Torah, in your Avedis Hashem, things are in the right place. So that's why they would announce first about Machzus HaShekel. Make sure you give this year's Machzus HaShekel, don't mix it with last year's. And then they would announce, make sure that in your field also things are growing in the right space. So the first step was they would announce it on Rishchei Shadr. Then Tesva of others, when there's the complete moon, so they could do the Aveda, the full moon, so they could do the Aveda in a complete way. Then also they would go first to collect the Shkolin, and then they would go to make sure there's no Kilayim. Okay. Now, the Avishta wants that the Avid of each year, from, which starts in the base of the Nisan, should have its money, its Mahsa Sashak. 
Tevishta wants and plants, each plant should have its space and each, each, each plant should be in its own form and it shouldn't be mixed. Fine. Similar to that, when it comes to people's property, Hashem wants everyone to have their property in order to serve the Eivishta. Now, the Eivishta gave people money for different reasons. Part of the money is a pikod, give it to the poor man. Part of the money is for them, that they should use it for their Avedis Hashem. So the Eivishta doesn't want you to mix it. The Eivishta doesn't want you to give away all your money to Tzedakah or to Hakadish. Why? Because not because they just said Rahmanus on you, because some of the money is designated for you to do your event. And some of the money is designated to give to Tzedak. So don't mix it. Now Tanebe says that if you want to do tshuva, you could use, you could spend all your money. Fine, because that's for yourself. It's your own avoid. You're not doing it as giving over the picotin that was given to you to the poor man. Rather, you're doing your own avoid. But it has to be your avoid. That's why also the mitzvah of Peya says you have to give the corner of the field. Although it says that the the the, the Allah is that you're allowed to give your whole field for payo, but that's only after you cut a bit. When you start cutting, then you could leave payo and you could leave the entire field, but that bit that you cut. But it has to be that you cut a bit for yourself. You can't give away your whole field for payo, it's not payo. So payo brings out this idea, the same as we say general by tzedakah that do not mix between properties. There's a property which is designated for your Aveda, possessions which are designated for your Aveda, and there are possessions which are designated for, poor, for, for giving to poor people. And do not mix. So don't mix the year's money to the base of Mikdash, last year's, this year's, each, each year has its own Aveda. Don't mix the plants, and don't mix the possessions, because they have each their own designated Aveda. When the Torah tells you to give payah, it's telling you two things in one. It's telling you give payah, and it's telling you keep the rest besides the payah. There's two messages here. Don't mix and give. Kilayim is don't mix. So like this. The first and only time, or at least the first, the first and only time the Torah says don't mix your property when you give to a poor man, is pain. The first time the Mishnah speaks about it is pain. Therefore, Peya comes right before Kilain. First, the Torah tells you, you should know that um, you should know that there's a ruch, a ruch separation. Money that belongs to you uh, the, 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 the tzvua that belongs to you that should be separated from what you're giving to someone else. That's more of a ruch needs to take a separation. Because in your avidus Hashem, this belongs to you, this belongs to them. As a result of that, in Gashmis, you shouldn't mix the plants either. So first, the Mishnah and the Torah mentioned the ruch needs to take a thing. You have your money and he has his money, don't mix it. And then from that comes, from that evolves, the, the, the halacha, they shouldn't mix the plants, although it's not directly a union of avoida, because the apish has a deeper meaning in each plant, and that's why you shouldn't be mixed. 
So the Torah and the Mishnah has to order payo. That's a general idea. Don't mix between your property and other people's property because of the that it has. And as a result, don't mix plants. Don't graft plants. In the Rambam, that message of payo, that you should not mix your possessions with others, is mentioned already in the end of Hilchus Erechim V'charam. He says, don't be makdish all your property. So he said that message. Right after that message, fits Kilayim. Don't mix between your property and their property. As uh, between Hekdish and, and what belongs to your own Avedis Hashem. And as a result, in Gashmis, don't mix plants. In the Rama, once he mentioned that message already, then Peah will only be saying a detail. Give the Peah Ta'anim. That has nothing to do with Kilayim. And in, in the order of events, it comes after, after Kilayim, as we said earlier. The only reason the Torah and the Mishnah put it before is because it has that other message. Don't mix. Don't mix your property and their property. In their Nabam, that message was mentioned earlier in the end of Hilchus And therefore, you could put Kilayim first and then pay. In short, in this parasha, there's, a myth, there's two mitzvahs regarding the field. Not right next to each other, but the order is that first comes the Allah of Peyah, then comes the Allah of Kilayim. In Mishnayis, first comes Peyah, then comes Kilayim with the Mayim in between for another separate reason. The Rambam in Pirisha Mishnayis explains that it's because in Torah, Peyah comes before Kilayim. The Rambam in his Sefer, Mishnah Torah, puts Kilayim before Peyah, which is one of the Matnasani. And the answer given that it's continuation to to the, the, the beginning of the last period that in the 15th of Adar they would they would they let everyone know uh, they would check up I'm sorry about the about the Hagdashis which coincides with the time that they would check up on the Kilaim is a bit of a deichek because the end of the period that a person should not give away all of his possessions fits very well with Matnis Anim. The answer that uh, Kilaim is more general than Peyah but Matnis Anim is equally general or maybe more general. So why did the Ram change his own order? So there's a simple answer. The Rambam writes things in a logical order of events. First, you plant the field, so first comes Kilayim, then you harvest it, then comes Peyo, dragging along all the other Matnasanim, and then you actually prepare the, 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 the two of the grains. Then it comes Truma and Meiser, and then there's once in a while, Shemit and Yegu. Fine. But let's go a bit deeper. On Rosh Chodesh Adah, they would announce to give the new machzah a shekel and to make sure you have no kilayim in your field. Kilayim is something which applies to everyone. And it's a constant thing. Shkolim is once a year, only for adult males. So why do they announce about the shkolim before the kilayim? The answer is announcing and the shkolim, announcing and the kilayim have the same idea behind it. Don't mix. When Hashem made different Categories, different uh, areas, different, different different things that belong to different times, different spaces, different styles, different natures. Don't mix. Don't mix plants. Don't graft them because Hashem designated each one to be its own species. Don't mix the shkolim the, the, the of last year and this year. Give a new shekel for this year. Not mixing plants is the way that idea of not mixing applies in the world. But first, it has to apply in Avedas Hashem in Torah. So first they would announce, make sure you give the new shekel separate between this year's shekel and last year's shekel. 
Then they would say, take care of your plants as well. The same was when they actually dealt with it. They first set up the tables to collect the column, then they checked that people didn't mix plants in their fields. Similar to that, you have with possessions. Why shouldn't one give away all his possessions to Tzedakim? Because Hashem gave him uh, possessions. Part of it was there in order to give over to a poor man. And part was for, for his own Avedah. If he's going to give away from his own Avedah, he's mixing. He's mixing the boundaries. He's, he's breaking the boundaries that Hashem set. If he's doing it to help himself, fine. But if he's doing it as giving over to the only, he's, 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 he's ruining the boundaries Hashem set. Peya had that same idea. Why only give the corner of the field or whatever you give, but you have to leave some for yourself because you have to separate between your possessions and when you give to the poor man. In the Torah and in the Mishnah, the only place this message is said, or the first place the message is said, that one should not mix his possessions and what he's giving to the poor man is Peya. So first comes Peya, where the way it is in Abu'idah Hashem, I have my possessions, possessions which are my and he has his possession, which is his avida. And then it applies not to mix plants, not to mix different species. species. So that's where peya comes before kilayim. But in the Ramam, that idea of peya, the fact that you shouldn't mix, is already mentioned in the end of Hilchus Erechim Haram. It says, don't be maktish everything. You have, to, you have to leave something for yourself. So the, the direct continuation of that is Hilchus Kilayim. Don't mix the plants in your fields. And then Hilchus Pei is a detail. Is it the way you should give? So that's, that, that comes later. That's already a, 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 a separate Allah that you should give Pei. And that's why the Rabbim's order is different than the Mishnah. And then the Torah, because the Rabbim said the idea that the Torah and the Mishnah are trying to tell us through Pei, that you shouldn't mix your possessions and others, he already said it in the end of Hilchus Erech and the Kharam, and then what fits the most to go right afterwards is Hilchus Kharam.